Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya White. Around. 
gonna have time, believe it, so when you're beyond belief, you probably shouldn't wonder how, get it, how you live, but are you prepared to give more than you get, and put in twice what you get back from this is, so what you sacrifice barely is half, never give, wrath is my shift, but I fight my shield at the same time, I wield and my knife is will, sometimes I feel just like be real from Cypress Hill, how I can just kill a cypher, survivor's guilt, I rhyme like life is still in a pill climb, ready to face any challenge, waiting can taste it, it's salivation, I'm waging retaliation, look what I have built, reputation is validation, the only thing I'm capable of making is amazing, only thing you're capable of making is a false statement of accusation. I'm legendary status, in fact, that is the only way you'll ever be able to say your legend is making an allegation. I write with the left, same hand I hold the mic with as I fight to the death. To my last breath, man, it's to prove who the best man is prevailing. All costs be the only one left standing in the end. But I ain't gonna be the only one with the advantage of knowing what it's like to be southpaw. Cause you can bet your ass you'll be left handed, cause I am. Talk with Tanya White. I am phenomenal. You are phenomenal. And that is what our whole season is focused around. This season, being becoming and leaping into a more phenomenal you. I hey, if you are listening for the first time, thank you and welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. I'm your host, Tanya White. And listen, this show, and I'm I don't want to alarm you, it is always rated R for being real, relevant, and refreshing. We always give you real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. I am loving this new season. We are 100, this is our 127th episode, and already, already we are uh, at 50,000, about 50, almost 51,000 uh, live and download listens in just 127 episodes. So give yourselves a hand and and thank you so much. Thank you so much for uh, being a loyal listener. So I'm gonna give you all a hand and just to say thank you because you don't know. Just wanted to. I was just following the Lord. He said start a blog talk radio show, and I was like, Lord. I don't know what I'm doing, but when he tells you to do it, he equips you to do it and get through it. So I am elated that in 127 episodes, this is 127 episodes, we are almost at 51,000. And so thank you once again to our loyal listeners. Hey, this is our second show of this season last week. If you missed it, listen, listen to that download. We had Vernice Michelle Mitchell. She was in our Boast About Your Book Business or Event segment talking about our vision board uh, experience that is coming up on December 14th. Um, just some awesome things that we, we're collaborating with, me, uh, myself, Bernice uh, Mitchell, and April Starks. Uh, we are coming to pour, to, uh, to guide, to pray, to intercede, and give you strategies so that 2020 can be the year that you see manifestation of all the revelation you've been praying about so join us if you're in the Louisville area. It's December 14th at a launch Louisville. The uh, registration fee, you guys, is twenty dollars and twenty cents. 
$20.20. Y'all, we dropped that. We're going out to eat. You can't even get your nails done for $20.20. You can't even get your hair done for $20.20. So invest in yourself. Uh, and I'm going to walk in the authority and say, Stop saying, oh, I can't afford it. I don't have it. You have $20.20. You know how I know? Because you know at least 20, 20 friends. If you go to 20 friends and get a dollar and you got 20 cents around your house, that's $20.20. So we, we, when we need something, we need money for one of our uh, uh, life bills that is critical that we have it, we ask people for it if we don't have it. So I am begging you, imploring you, if you Strongly, and you are sincere about you do not have $20.20, ask your friends. Stop walking in pride. Say, listen, I need to be at the Vision Board Experience on December 14th, and I need $20.20. Will you invest in me, or will you loan it to me, and I'll pay you back when the Lord blesses me with it? I guarantee you, you need to be there. Um, Listen, uh, also last week we had Pastor D. um, She is Lord have mercy. I should stop calling her pastor. She is a pastor, but she is a prophetic gift to the world. Uh, she spoke some things about a vision and leaping into your uh, your vision that you just have to go back and listen uh, to that download. And listen to our other shows, all 127 of them. We've had past guests such as Lisa Ray, the actress. We've had Layla Hathaway, the singer, Selena Johnson. We've had Pastor Jamal Bryant. Bryant, when he um, released his book, War, War, Me, World, War, Me, uh, we had NeNe Leakes on uh, before she just blew up and became NeNe Leakes. Um, She reached out to our show when she released her book years ago. So we've been doing the doggone thing. And so we are excited to continue to kick more real, relevant, and refreshing shows to transform your entire life uh, and so if you would like to be a featured guest on the show, hey, reach out to us, realtalkwithtanyawhite at gmail.com, or if you are interested to, in being on our Boast About Your Book business or event, we've extended it because it used to just be Boast About Your Book. But we want you to boast about your book, business, or event. And a lot of people say, oh, I shouldn't boast about it. Oh, yes, you should. You should be your number one cheerleader. If God has given you a vision and you are obedient and executing that vision, you need to be the herald uh, and tell people about it, not in a prideful way, but to let people know about what you're doing, your book, uh, your business, or your event. That's a 10- to 15-minute segment on our show. And, again, you can email us at realtalkwithtanyawhite at gmail.com. And, again, tonight, if you're just joining us, our topic tonight is Leaping into Vision 2020 and Beyond with Godly Execution Instead of Excuses. Listen, this show is going to be all the way weird in a good way because we have Mark Weird, the founder of Pond for God Ministries, on tonight, along with his Pond Squad. They're going to come on and uh, talk about um, how they just got together in Palm for God, for God uh, Ministries. But Mark is going to come on first at about uh, 8.20-ish and talk about how he let go of his excuses and started executing exactly what God was calling him to do. He is prolific. He is uh, profound. He is a performer, a Christian artist. And listen, I'm telling you, I've been 
I've been bopping to his single Mary Poppins all day in my head. And when I got home, I was like, I need to listen to this. So we're going to play some of his music. He's going to pour into you. Uh, and then he's going to have some of his pond squad on. So listen, tell your friends, share it on Facebook right now. Tune in to Real Talk with Tanya White's show. You can tune in two ways by uh going on blogtalkradio.com backslash Real Talk with Tanya White, or just calling in the show and listening live, 516-595-8277. And tonight, before Mark comes on, in our Boast About Your Book, Business or Event, we're going to have an author on who is the author of seven self-published books. I love this lady. She is a woman of God. She is confident in who God created her to be. Uh, She knows who she is. She walks in humble authority to what God has told her to do. She spreads love, hope, joy to every atmosphere she comes into. And people think she's crazy. But if you only knew her story of how she had to press her way through to get to become and not only become who God wanted her to be, to love and like who God wanted her to be, then you wouldn't judge. You wouldn't think, oh, she's too much. You'd be like, she's just what God has called her to do. So tonight, we're going to welcome to the show as author, none other than the chocolate drop, I call her, herself, Miss Tanya White. And let's give her a hand. The both about your book segment tonight, and what I want people to know is that um, God has given me a message, the Yes, I Am Enough message. Um, I've gotten two books out of that series, and God has created a series. Um, the next one, I believe he is birthing, uh, Yes, I Am Enough, young, um, a teen edition, Um so I'm I'm still trying to seek clarity about that. But, yes, I am enough. Listen, I got that message uh, around the year 2015, you guys. Um, I was at a very uh, low point in my life uh, professionally. I had a saw after me. Listen, and you all who have been with my journey professionally knew, know how long it took me to get in my position as a school counselor, which I know God just stamped and carved out uniquely for me to be. Um, I went to school, graduated in 2013, started applying. I was getting interviews left and right, y'all, killing them. You know what I'm saying? Killing the interviews, but I did not receive a job offer until about a year and a half after I started applying. So around 2014, around this time, five years ago, God literally blessed me with not only my seventh interview for a counseling position, but it was the seventh and final one. Um, uh, Five years ago, this week, uh, I was offered my job at a a school after much prayer. And I'm going to tell you guys, um, literally, I had to I had to really seek the Lord because I was getting depressed. After the fourth one, I was getting frustrated. The fifth one, I literally had a breakdown. Uh, the fifth interview, and in I, which I got no offer. Um, but literally after the sixth one, God told me that this job was going to come through prayer, 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 prayer. So 
uh, he orchestrated ways. And when you are seeking God, that's why I, I tell people all the time, and I have to remind myself, when you are in a low place and you really don't understand the life circumstances of what is going on, you've got to understand that God's got you and that if you listen not only with your ears but with your heart, God is orchestrating and strategically leading you to where he wants you to be. And that's what he did for me. I had to shut everything off because people would ask me, what are you doing wrong on these interviews? And I started questioning myself. And so literally God told me after that sixth interview, this is spiritual. I am clearing out and setting the stage for you to be in the job that I want you to. And so in July of 2014, that's what he started doing. Uh, And so I started to change my perspective. I I stopped with all the excuses. I stopped with trying to figure out why I didn't get certain jobs, why, what was wrong with me. Was I good enough? Was I intelligent enough? Was I too much? And so after that, after the sixth rejection, and God was changing my mind to prepare me. I didn't even know that was coming up the pike. I remember in July um, of 2014, I went to um, our our school district's administrator's kickoff, and I was volunteering at a table. And God told me, "In you need to start walking as if you were a school counselor, even though you don't have the job. And so literally I was volunteering at uh, a table. And, you know, those who know me I always know that I love to dress I love to dress up. I'm just a girly girl. I love to dress up. Um, and so I was dressed. And so people was like, people knew me. He's like, you got a administrative job yet? You got a job? And I was like, no, I'm here helping out. And so I said, at that time, I started telling people, but I will have a job this year. And so I started speaking what I knew God was preparing me for. Listen, I didn't have any clue to what was coming up the pike. I didn't have another interview plan. I didn't even um, know if he wanted me to apply for a school. All I knew is God told me to change my mindset and get ready and start walking in um, and walking like I was already a school counselor. So that's exactly what I did. When that school um, year started, I started helping the counselor out. I started learning and said, you know, if do you need any help? Little did I know that a few weeks after school had started that year that our school counselor at the school I was at, her husband had gotten a job in uh, St. Louis. And she said, as soon as I get a job, uh, I'm leaving. And so, you know, this job could be yours. Now, it's it's one thing when people say, you know, I'm going to hook you up. This job is yours. But it's altogether different when God says this is your job. And so even though, you know, she was telling me, yeah, you're you shooing for this job. And even though the principal at that time, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going to hire you. Came to find out that he was just woofing me uh, and told several people the same thing. But when God told me to start praying and that this job was going to be manifested through prayer, my obedience, and me thinking like I already was, that's what I started doing. Before... Um, it took her some weeks to get the the, the job, and so uh, I started praying. I, I got this book. God led me to this book, Drawing the Circle by Mark Batterson. Literally, 40 days of praying and just transforming my prayer life got me to where I needed to be. And so uh, 
Long story short, I finally got the job, the seventh job at the school I was uh, a special ed teacher at. God literally broke down barriers, and I he made me do some crazy things uh, for weeks until I even got an interview. Um, I had to walk around the school and pray every morning until the Lord told me to stop, like the walls of Jericho. So when I got that job, God told me and reminded me, I told you I was getting you prepared and I was going to give you a job. So when he got it to me, I praised God. I was loyal and submitted to my leader. Uh, Everybody knows I'm very innovative and creative, and I had so many great God ideas. And uh, my boss at that time, you know, soaked it up, soaked it up. So literally after about six months uh, or more, things started to change. It was the Saul syndrome. And so things were happening through him. Uh, His heart was hardened. Um, He started nitpicking, literally started breaking my spirit uh, after those six months I had been there. And so that was 2014. Around 2015, I started questioning myself as a school counselor, uh, the job that I prayed for, the promised land that, that God had ushered me in. And so started having problems on the job, started, you know, my professional confidence was starting to wither because uh, I had a saw as a boss. And so literally I found myself in my bedroom screaming one night. I screamed to the top of my, my lungs, yes, I am enough. And so I had that was the breaking point where I had to break everything that was happening to me physically and on, on my job professionally. Uh, some people trying to uh, make me think less than myself. And so I remember sitting in my bed. I, yes, I am enough. I am good enough. I am a good counselor. And so that's how this message, these books were birthed. Yes, I am enough. A birth, yes, I am enough. The 10 undeniable truths for loving who you are now and who you are destined to become. Uh, in 2017, had a book release conference that literally God just literally blew our minds at that conference. Then in 2000, um, Lord, I'm losing years. It was 2019, yeah, this year. I re- released Yes, I Am Enough, The Next Level. Um, yes, I'm Enough, the first book came out in 2018, uh, not 17. And so, Yes, I Am Enough, the next level, loving, living, and sharing your enoughness. Um, this this book is a little different from the first book because it goes beyond the information. It goes into how to implement uh, everything God has told you to do. God said in Genesis 1, uh, Genesis 126, let us create man in our own image. That's what the foundational scripture for this message, this book, Yes, I Am Enough, is based on. Because when we create in the image of God, we lack nothing. Why? Because God lacks nothing. We are in his image. So that means, and he goes on further in that scripture, say, we give, uh, let us give him them dominion, power over earth, land, and sea. And so we have dominion, power, and authority to do and achieve everything that we are, are born to do, but because of life circumstances that come to discourage us, because of people who come to bruise us, because of repeated um, cycles of failure um, and disappointment, we can start believing that we lack and start questioning ourselves, am I good enough? Am I smart enough? And what I want to say through this message, yes, I am enough. Yes, you are enough. And so when you really believe that, that I am enough, I lack nothing, you can do all this. 
on, you can cheer others on, and you can walk in power and authority to what God has called you to do. So, if you do not have Yes, I Am Enough, the next level, loving, living, and sharing your enoughness, get it now. Go to Amazon right now. Right now? Yes, right now. And get it. Purchase it. It will bless your life. It is because the message says we are uh, we were born God enough. We are built God enough. Now it is we can love, live, and share our enoughness because we have everything that we need. So, Thank you all for uh, listening to the to me boast about my book. Get it now on Amazon, and then listen. We are at the point. Listen, I have been excited ever since this uh, gentleman said yes to be a guest on the show, uh, Mark Weird from Pond for God. Before he comes on, I'm gonna play you this hot track because it's been in my head since he sent it to me. And then after we listen and bop to. Mary Poppins, because you're going to be saying that from now on. After you hear this, Mary Poppins, we're going to come right forward and bring him on. And he's going to tell us how to move beyond the excuses and into godly execution by sharing his story. So uh, let us take a little music break and listen to Mark Weird's Mary Poppins. Can't see what I'm doing 
Bible app on my iPhone and my snapback with my best friends in the back row, yeah. Religion is killing the church and they refuse to let it go. That's why the church is so dusty, tired, and full of bones. But you can find me in the church with a different look. My God don't judge appearances, that's a different book. I'm trying to catch the multitude with a fisherman hook. And a hungry for the bread of life of a different cook. My God, my God, my God. Your servant is killing the flow, and I'm feeling like filling up till I overdose in that Holy Ghost and go beast mode and street clothes, and I'ma line them up like bingo, I'm coming storms with my lingo, taking strongholds down like a sinkhole. where they go? Mary Poppins, Martin Ellie Coppins, this world of life to what's inside the box of chocolates, I gotta live and walk, had to cop the bread of Y'all, y'all know that was hot. Mary Poppins, listen, it's going to be in your head all the rest of the night and tomorrow. Listen, I'm going to bring Mr. Weird on because we about to get it popping on Real Talk with Tanya White. So let's welcome him for the first time, not the last, Mr. Mark Weird. How are you? Man, what is up, Tanya? Thank you so much for having me. Listen, you know I've been, since you sent me that track, that's all I've been in my head. Mary Poppins. So you go, we're going to talk about, the, you know, what this message is about, how everything. We're going to talk about a lot, try to get it in. But before we get into me asking you questions, we going back and forth and just having a great old time, I want you to tell our audience who you are and how you got to Pond for God um, Ministries. Briefly. All right, so my name is Mark Weird. I go by the artist uh, or stage name Pond for God. That's the number four. Uh, so it's Pond for God. You can look that up on IG or Facebook, uh, Instagram or Facebook. Um, but so my ministry, I mean, at 12 years old, I started writing uh, music and knew that I had a, a gift to write music. My sister wrote poetry. And uh, so, I mean, writing kind of is in is in our DNA. We're, my whole family is writers. Uh, but Pond for God, I remember uh, whenever I come up with the name Pond, I was uh, sitting actually in a parking lot, and I prayed, and I said, God, you know, I want to do this for you. I don't want any self-glory. You know, I just want to glorify your name. And I was thinking, I said, God, what what uh, what could be my, my name? And I was mm-hmm. in the parking lot I was sitting in, I looked over, and it was actually a pawn shop. But then, you know, the artist side of me started thinking, and I was like, pine, pine. Yeah, like a chess game. So uh-huh. it's like, I'm the first to move to lay my life down for the king. The first willing uh, piece to move on the chessboard is the pawn. It can do so little, but it's the most valuable piece on the game, and it's willing to sacrifice itself for the king. And that's what oh. I am, pawn. Listen, Mark that came out the gate, he about to make me run in my little office studio. You, I love chess. My daddy taught me how to play chess. So when you when I saw the name, I automatically knew. But you just you just breaking it down. Listen, you were the first to lay. Listen, pun. Y'all better get with that. Let me go back to something you said because you know I'm an educator. Uh, I'm a uh, school counselor. My background is special ed education. You said you was 12 years old when you started writing. Yeah. Did right. how did that 
did you know, did did your school help you cultivate that gift of writing? Uh, no, nah, so my sister, like I said, she wrote poetry, and I remember one day she was really excited about a poem that she had wrote, and then I asked her if she would help me write poetry. And uh, she said, well, what, what's your idea? And I said, I want to talk about all the names of God, you know, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Rapha. And I actually, I ended up making a chorus out of those uh, those names. And it's funny, I, I never recorded that song. I actually probably should because it's still a good song. And I wrote That's one what I was going to say. You you wrote yeah. you at twelve years old. That was that was your focus to write a song uh, about God, the names of God. That's it. Yep, that's wow. it. Wow. And yeah, so I I, I did it, and uh, man, I just knew right right from the get go, like, oh man, this is this is a God given gift. This is what I'm supposed to do. Wow. If you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Mark Weird, uh, artist. Uh, minister, he just came out and just he just preached the word. He don't even know he preached the word. Uh, for, at, and he's the founder of Pond for God Ministries. Okay, Mark, let's go back to this song, Mary Poppins. Yeah. What was what what was the motivation for this for this song? Because so, it, it's, it's hot now. It's hot. Right, right. And that that was the intent behind it because. Whenever, uh, if you listen to my album, a lot of my album is really talking about my testimony and it talks about where I come from and stuff. But um, uh, a lot of the youth was coming up to me and they was like, you know, you know, Mark, you gotta, you gotta make something we can bop to. And uh, mm-hmm. so I was uh, laying in my bed one night and I was just thinking about this this journey that I've been on in my life. And whenever I started thinking about a journey. You know, I thought about Mary Poppins because Mary Poppins always would take, you know, the kids on an adventure. And uh, Martinelli is actually a non-alcoholic uh, champagne, and I mm-hmm. used to struggle with uh, alcohol real bad. Uh, it was a bad addiction that I, I thank God that I'm overcome now and he set me free. So mm-hmm. it's celebrating the adventure that I've been on is what the lyrics uh, mean. And then, of course, you know, uh, the Bread 11s is, is Jordan's. Uh, the Jordan Bread 11s, I actually have a pair. I, I wear them to most of my shows. But uh, it's also supposed to symbolize, you know, the bread of life and following after God and allowing him to guide my steps. So, I mean, there is a lot of depth into my music. And when I write, I definitely put a lot of thought into it. But So that's how that came about. And then, uh, of course, the verses and stuff is just talking about uh, going to the streets and, and reaching these kids, which is where my mm-hmm. ministry is actually going now. And uh, so it's just, you know, I pull up in the Holy Ghost. I'm there for one reason. You know, that's to, to tell people about Jesus. And, uh, you know, that's my ministry now to what, what it's moved into. Wow. Listen, I'm t- so I'm glad the kids did, came to you and said, we need something we can bop to because that's exactly what I've been doing. Like oh, this is hot, this is hot, and just listening to the words, letting it seek in, uh, it really it's it's liberating. It's liberating. Um, it's it's a story of you telling you know people who you are and why you do what you do, and it's it's on and popping. You know what I'm saying? We about to celebrate uh, who we are. So let's shift gears a little bit. You said at 12 years old you knew that you were supposed to, you wanted to write, write songs about God. Did you always know you wanted to be a Christian artist? I mean, I definitely always felt a, a pull towards God. My 
father was actually a pastor uh, when I was born, and him and my mother got a divorce when I was five years old, and they both, uh, you know, went off the deep end and really uh, didn't handle, you know, what they was going through very well at all. My, my mother started bar hopping, and my father got on drugs and remarried very quickly after him and my uh, mother divorced, and so I, I was born into that church scene, so it was like it was already, you know, soaked into me. I was speaking in tongues at three years old. I remember wow. being filled with the Holy Spirit. We was literally on the way to church, and I was sitting in the back seat. And every time we would be on the way to church, I would sit in the back seat, and I would pray, and I would sing mm-hmm. songs to God. And uh, I remember I just I, it just started flowing out at three years old, and I still remember mm-hmm. it like it was yesterday. And uh, but so whenever my parents and stuff fell away, of course everything was new to me. But I always felt a, a draw, and I remember uh, my mom telling me one time, "If you don't use it, you'll lose it." And I would go behind our apartment, and uh, I would just speak in tongues back there, and I would just pray, and I would walk off in the woods. I remember it raining outside, and I would be shooting basketball, just praying and talking to God. So it's like I always felt the draw towards God, and I've never once uh, wanted to write a uh, like a contemporary song or, or anything like that. I've always just wanted to talk about God, not saying that every artist has to. That's mm-hmm. just what I feel led to do. You know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Real talk with Tanya White. You, if you're just joining us, Mark Weird is on giving powerful testimonies about uh, just how he started and got into the music scene, Pond for God. Great. If you missed any of it, listen to the uh, archives. Now, you have uh, just a magneticism. I don't even know if that's the word, but it's going to be a word tonight when it comes to youth. <laughs> youth are so drawn to you. Um, right. What 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 do you think? Does it like? Does because I know me being around kids all the time, I'll be like, why are they coming to me? <laughs> and you just yeah. want to be around me, so I know you feel the same way. Have you ever just wondered why are all these youth coming to me? Why are they so drawn to me? Well, yeah, and you know, I've definitely tried to decipher it in my head, and um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it really boils down to a few different things, and I believe it was all strategic preparation by God, uh, because he will use those things that the enemy sends to try to destroy us and tear us down. He will use those things to help you uh, in your ministry and in your walk, so whenever my mother and father got a divorce, I remember I went to... Uh, eight elementary schools and seven middle schools and they wow. were in everywhere yeah it, everywhere from the country to the city to everywhere around all different kinds of people and um i remember just being able to adapt in any uh conversation with anybody no matter how different they were from me or not i could just adapt to them and uh and, and I, I could fit into almost every single conversation so all that was prepping uh, for me now because, you know, being able to genuinely talk to people and, you know, you can talk to somebody just for a couple minutes and know if they're real, fake, you know, phony. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can get an off feeling about somebody. And uh, so I'm real with every single person I talk to. And whenever I start talking with the youth, uh, they sense that. And they'll call mm-hmm. you out if you're fake. And uh, so just being yeah. real transparent with youth and letting them know the real me. Um, I believe that the the youth respect that, and then uh, you know I try to stay stay up with the times and stuff like that. But I mean I always have youth you know come over my house and uh, mm-hmm. we go out to eat. And I'm very personable in their lives. I go to you know basketball games and 
homecomings and yeah. you know everything like that because I want to be a part because the church is not supposed to just be in the four walls or the building. Right. You actually you disciple them outside of the building. And uh, my ministry is in the streets. It's in mm-hmm. their house, their school, their personal life is where I've devoted myself to. And uh, the youth respect that. When they see you doing it for one, uh, they want to be a part of that. So Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and I think that's what made me admire you so much when I did uh, see the post of you going to different events with the youth that uh, that were that you were uh, over at the time when you was youth minister. Uh, because I know how uh, impactful that is to a youth when somebody outside of their family uh, supports them. And honestly, it's more than, you know, something to do. You are building a, a long-life relationship with them that they will, that is really changing the trajectory of their lives and giving them more uh, motivation inspiration to do and be everything that God has called them to do. Do you you feel that that is your purpose, Uh, your God-given purpose is the youth and all that you do? Uh, Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I do have a testimony, and it it reaches, you know, uh, an older crowd as well. But Mm -hmm. I know without a doubt uh, that my purpose is to evangelize, to disciple youth it's to pull their gifts out and help them use them that is where god has uh, planted me and he's made it possible for uh, me to do that in every way um mm-hmm. when we when we uh moved into the next chapter god had for us in our ministry when we uh stepped i don't call it step down from being the the youth leaders i call mm-hmm. it uh you know the step we stepped into something mm-hmm. else and uh, when we did that, I mean, we didn't lose relationship with any of our youth. We still text on a daily basis. We still, I mean, just uh, this weekend we went and celebrated uh, one of our youth. Uh, his name's Lawrence, and um, uh, his birthday. We went to a uh, real nice restaurant down on Fourth Street and celebrated his birthday. So I mean, we we make sure we stay uh, personally involved in their life, and that's my whole ministry. It's invest investment. Um, mm-hmm. It took me. 15 years until I was finally able to record my first uh, album. And it's because I didn't have anyone uh, that could invest and help me and guide me and direct me. And it seemed like, you know, anytime you ask for help from someone, you was a burden uh, or, uh, you know, they can never have time for it or just didn't want to. And Mm -hmm. that built me to look at things completely different. So the first thing that I do when I meet a youth is, I try to figure out what they like to do, what they want mm-hmm. to do, you know, because they'll have certain dreams that they think is just impossible because they don't know how to do it. But if someone just steps in and helps them accomplish it, they're ready to go. They just need the guidance. Hey. So that's my Oh, my goodness, Mark. That's, that's why I was drawn to your spirit. Not that you're a crazy uh, love, lover of God, too. <laughs> You and your worship and praise is just like, you know, it's like whatever. But because of what you just said, you didn't have anybody to invest in you. So now you make it a priority uh, to invest in in the youth because that is so critical when you have 
uh, somebody who uh, takes the time to not only give you information but be the mentor, be that relationship that they can count on for support, advice, and even prayer um, to push them to their next greatest level in God. That is so awesome. So before we bring some of your pond squad on, I want what was the uh, the final breaking point for you to say, okay, God, I surrender to everything you have for my life, and I'm going to do it without excuses anymore? Uh, because you can easily fall into excuses when you say, oh, it took you, you said it took you 15 years to record your first album. Uh, you could have got discouraged. Uh, when you actually was in a position to record, you could say, oh, this is not going to work out. What was it that helped you to press through, execute, finish that project without excuses. Yeah, it was definitely um, a a real conversation I had with God because it was fear. It was doubt Mm -hmm. uh, that held me back. I'm not good enough to stand in that position. You know, the vision that God gave me was so huge and it was intimidating. And I was just thinking, man, I'm going to let somebody down or I'm not going to be good enough or I'm going to get in there and embarrass myself, you know. And it's just all these little things the enemy uh, kept telling you. And literally whenever I told God, I said, God, you know what, you're going to do this. I can't do it. I'm too scared to do it. God, I, 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 I don't know what to do but trust in you. And, God, if it fails, it's on you. It's not on me because you called me to do it. So it's up to you whether it's successful or not. And I literally put the complete trust in God. And as soon as I started walking through uh, doors of opportunity that he placed for me, I mean, every door opened up. You know, every excuse was removed. It's just like how Moses said, you know, uh, I don't speak good enough. You want me to go talk to this king and tell him to set these people free? Look at me. Look at my, uh, uh, you know, personal things in my life that can hold me back of why I'm not good enough. But he didn't. He just went. And when he did mm-hmm. it, God took care of the rest. You know, all we got to do is step out, and God will handle the rest. So there is no excuse because it's on him at the end of the day. It's not on us. And if we're looking at it to be on us, then we stepped into it with the wrong uh, mentality to begin with because it's not supposed to be about us. We're supposed to sacrifice uh, the fleshly desires that we have, and we want it to be about us. And if we do that and we humble ourselves and remain humble and glorify God, in all things, and he will make sure that everything works out. And that's how he's done it for me. So I have no excuse. I'm executing only by taking steps. You don't take something with your hands. You first have to take a step to go to the place that you're wanting to take. It's in your feet. So I just move, and God takes care of the rest every time. Mm, Lord, real talk, I hope you feel the anointing and the power that uh, is coming through Mark's spirit right now. He said there is no excuse. I love what you said. It's God is on you because it is on God. If he told you to do it, he's going to have to do it. Listen, Mark, we got some callers online. I think it's some of your pond squad, and I want to bring them on to join you. And so I'm going to bring on caller uh, whose number begins with 417. Uh, Let's see. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 417. Hi, this is Abigail Sunshine. Hi. Listen, welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Hey, I'm so happy to be on here. How are you guys? 
Oh, we wonderful. We we getting some of this Mark Weird ministry right here. He is kicking oh, it yes. live, real relevant <laughs> and refreshing. And so tell our audience, you are part of the Pond Squad, right? I am, yes. I was the very first artist to be signed with Pond and uh, to be an official member of the Pond Squad. And it's uh, incredible what Mark is doing. He's sewn into my life and um, has completely made the vision that I've had and my heart's desires to um, sing praises and to write music. I just never thought I'd be able to do that and have those um, abilities. But really, Mark has given me the faith in myself that I really didn't see. And um, he's shown into my life, given me so much faith and encouragement, and has helped me develop in my gifts because now um, him and his wife have helped me so much. And um, I love fashion, um, like, on the side so mm-hmm. much, and they're helping me, like, with my merch. And um, we're starting to uh, work on my original music. And just God is doing some amazing things through Mark uh, and helping me out and um, putting out God's plan for my it. life. I love it. Now, how when, when you when you actually met him, like Mark said, you know it took him fifteen years, uh, and then mm-hmm. to do his uh, first CD. Uh, I know I'm a writer, so it took me a while to actually launch my first book because of what you said you you wanted you know what God's told telling you to do, but then you know pe- even people who pray uh, for you and with you sometimes they don't know how to help you. That's why I say. It's not that they right. don't want to help you. They just don't know how, and they don't know how to tell you that they don't know how. So what was it about mm-hmm. Mark that said, you know what, God, this is it. I need to really trust him, uh, become a pawn, uh, become, become a part of the pawn squad. What was it that you said, okay, I know I can trust you, and I know that you're going to help me uh, birth what God has told me to birth? So uh, me and Mark, we scheduled a meeting, and my mom and I were, uh, we were all in our living room, and we were Mm -hmm. working on a song, because he reached out to me, because it's been uh, placed on my heart to, I've loved rap, especially Christian rap, and that's Mm -hmm. always just been like an interest of mine, but I'm not a rapper. I would always want to collab with someone who can rap, and um, that intrigued me. because I, uh, the Lord knew just how badly I wanted to do music with somebody who has the same desires as I do, reaching people. And um, I just knew from the minute just he started explaining the vision that he had, I was mm-hmm. like, this is something that I want to be a part of. Wow. Wow. When somebody can communicate the vision and you literally see it, that's a powerful thing. That's it's a powerful crazy. Thing. Yeah, I agree. So what is next for you? Because we got another one of the pond squad, and we, I'm going to uh, reach out to Mark and get connected to you because I want to have you on the show to elaborate more and play some of your music too. But Aww, before we bring you. on the other one, um, tell uh, what's next on the horizon for you? So for me right now, I'm working on my EP um, starting. Me and Jordan, we're going to collab on a single soon. I'm super excited for that. And um, just some awesome worship music but also some pop and um some new merch coming out i'm really excited for it wow mark what do you have to say about this pond squad member uh, abigail sunshine is a diamond in the rough i mean this girl is just so precious and so amazing her anointing and thing is unbelievable when i met abigail um 
she was 16 and just one of the most beautiful voices and just so much talent. And I was like, man, why ain't this girl on a CD? Like, why? what, what is going on? And uh, I reached out to her and my, my wife uh, gave me confirmation on it. And uh, when we started talking and I presented the vision to her and I said, hey, do you want to be a part of this? She said, yeah. And literally on our first meeting, I said, I'm willing to sit down, me making my next album to help you make yours. Because mm. one thing God told me is I had dreams. We all have dreams of what we want to do and accomplish in our life. And mm-hmm. coming out with my album and moving into that opportunity was my dreams. But then after I reached all my dreams, God says, now it's time for you to do my dreams. Mm-hmm. And, my, and God's dreams is this youth. It's helping the youth be able to, um, I, I've been calling it uh, voice over violence. It's giving mm. them an outlet, giving them a way to uh, express themselves and also minister uh, into people's lives through music. Mm. Uh, yeah, but Abigail is phenomenal. I, I'm just so honored to work with her. She's 17 now, and uh, the future is just so bright for her. I cannot Aww. wait to talk uh, that God is going to do through her. It's amazing. Uh-huh. Abigail, what's your response to Mark? I love you, big bro. You're the best. <laughs> love I'm so too, excited Abigail. to see what God's doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, Abigail, I'm definitely going to have to have you back on the show, especially for you talking about the fashion. You just Aww, said you like to do that. that, too. And I love I oh, love yeah. help seeing young people do exactly what they're called. They to do so i'm definitely going thank to you. have you as a featured guest but thank you so much for calling the show continue to do exactly what you're doing continue to be connected to the, the pond for god ministry because you know mark is powerful and um absolutely and you're going to go many many places uh thank being you con- just following god being connected he's going to do what he's supposed to do so i'm excited so you keep up yes, the good work, I am okay? Too. God is so good. Thank you for having me on the show. Okay, thank you for calling. Listen, Mark, I loved hearing her testimony um, about how you connected to her. And you said <laughs> you do the same thing I do when, when people are talking. And I'm like, why ain't they wrote this in a book? <laughs> right, I'm, right. I'm like, I'm going to need you to write that in the book. And you said, you why know, is she on a CD? Lately. So, so I was I was drawn here lately uh, to write a book, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually so the album that I'm working on uh, right now is it, I've never seen anything like it before. I'm not saying there's not anything like it, but I just personally haven't seen it. it was a God-given thing. Uh, it's going to be my autobiography of my life, but it's going to be in music form. So instead of track one, it'll be chapter one. Uh, and it'll be talking about, you know, birthday. That's the name of the song. And then, uh, you know, chapter two would be track two. And uh, that's going to be talking about when I was five years old and I went through the divorce and so on and so uh, forth throughout my oh throughout my, my life. So my next album is going to be my, it's going to be a book. But it's a just going to be yeah. a music. An audio book. Yep. Oh, my God. I can't, now, now you didn't pique my interest. I can't wait for that. Um, Lord have mercy. That is going to be. Like you said, you ain't never seen it before. It's because you're supposed to birth it. <laughs> you're supposed to create that That's baby. It. You're supposed to set That's that it. standard. Lord Jesus. So we're going to bring on oh. another pond squad. Yeah, and, and 
and real quick, just everybody who's listening, please go follow Abigail on Instagram. Uh, it's Abigail Sunshine. Abigail Sunshine on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram, Pond4God. That's the number four. And also, if you want to see everyone that is currently in the Pond Squad, you can look that up at Pond.Squad. Mm. Y'all better get connected to this because it's like you creating a um, – I don't even want to call it a movement. It's a new uh, model of music excellence. Um, it's wild. Yeah, a new model of music excellence for you to work on yours and then start to birth uh, the youth. Because what, you said something, and stand with me, because you tried to do it and didn't. nobody helped you. You are now not only passionate about it, you you are persistent and persevering. Um, yep. To help the youth, birth, I but all they, every yes. they they can why they couldn't do it. They're all removed. Uh, Abigail come to me. She said, "I really want to play piano. I really want to make beats. I really want to record." And literally, it wasn't three weeks after that we had a whole studio set up in her basement with a keyboard, See? with a laptop, with speakers, with uh, a soundboard, just everything right right there. Uh, the, the boy that you're about to bring on the air right now, he said he wanted to do a ministry. I got him a computer and a camera, and he's been making uh, YouTube channels at, and also doing his music. So it's like, what what do you need? Because there's no excuses. Mm. Whatever you need, we'll no get excuses. it. God will provide it. That's it. And listen, as you provide for the people he assigns you to, you know, like you said, God, it's up to you. You're going to have to provide for me so I can provide for the people you send my way. So let's bring on another Pond Squad uh, to the show. Let's see who this is, 291. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. How are you? I'm doing good. This is uh, Jordan Starks, a.k.a. Starks the Artist. From the Starks Nest. Hello. How are you, Jordan? I'm doing you know, good. I'm doing your good. family you? is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite family. We go way back into when I was at uh, New Birth, and I love the Stark since then. So now to see y'all grown, first of all, you make me feel old, Jordan. Because you let a bullet. You're much shorter than you are now. But welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Tell us, you Squad member, what has your life been like since you met this weird man called Mark? Man. <laughs> Yo, my life has changed for the better. Like, I couldn't be more grateful for this man of God being placed in my life. I feel like I, I had a gift, you know. I had a gift from God, and I was just sitting with it. And I didn't know what to do with it. And he just came, and he's like, yo, I got I got everything you need. I'll give you this. I'll give you I'll provide for you. You know what? I'll do everything that needs to be done. And mm-hmm. it's been that, exactly. I'm literally in the studio every week working on my album, Genesis. I don't have any complaints. I got a camera. Like you said, me and my brother started a YouTube channel called Just Different. It's just like there's no better feeling than knowing that you're walking in what God has for you, and that's what my life is right now. Wow. Just Different. Do y'all have shirts with that on? Yes, we do. I, listen, I saw that on somebody's Sunday. I was like, that's me. I'm just di-. And I usually say it. I'm just different. I'm very different. Y'all not going to meet nobody else like Tanya White. I need one of them shirts. I'm going to inbox you. I guess you need some of the merch then. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we definitely I'm different. Get That's me. And another thing with these artists, it's like 
you know, like even with their merch, which shout out to my, my wife, she, uh, she does all the graphic designing and stuff like that, but it's all of that was Jordan and Darren's vision. Like they just described their vision and Mm -hmm. we literally, we worked and got their vision put out and they created all of this. I mean, wow, they're, they're amazing. And literally like the, the, the gift God has given both of them brothers is literally, it's unexplainable. It's just so powerful. And I'm humbled and honored just to be uh, a part of their life. Wow. Real talk. If you just joined us, we're still talking with the pond squad, Mark weird and some of his pond squad. I'm calling pond squad babies. Cause what that's what your birth is. You're, you're birthing, you birthing babies and uh, making them uh, come into maturity in the gifts and purpose in God. So Jordan, let us, okay, so you, God allowed you to meet Mark. You talk music. What was it about this man of God that you said, you know what? Yep, he's a real deal. I need to work with him. Uh, what was it? Um, I don't even know where to start. It was just I think everything was just orchestrated by God so perfectly because I had uh, moved to new school. Uh, I had moved to new school and moved to a new church, and I was at this church, and he was a youth pastor. And I feel like I was like, at this time in my life, I was kind of just lost. I didn't know what to do. I was like kind of scrambling around. And then he randomly asked me, like, yo, do you do music? And I, <laughs> it was such a random question. And like, it, I, and I, I had been doing music for a while, like my whole life I've been writing and making poems and whatnot, and when he asked me, I was kind of like, this is it right here. This is the next chapter of my life. This is what God wants me to do. Wow, and so you start doing it, and uh, I, it was quick, like, it wasn't quick, but it was quick after you connected, right, that you started right. seeing results. Exactly. How did that, because that could be scary sometimes when oh, everything was, that you prayed about starts to manifest. Yeah. I feel like it was very scary at first. Like, of course, I knew that this is what God wanted for, wanted for me, but you, you can't grow without the, you can't grow without discomfort. And mm. I knew that going into it. And it was a big step for me because it was very nerve-wracking, you know, going up on stage, rapping in front of people, something I've never done before. And it was just, I, I, of course, it was very nerve-wracking, but... I stay strong, stay my ground, knowing that this is what God has for me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how long have you been with uh, Pond for God? Um, I say it's been about a year. Okay. Yeah. So your life has been totally changed in, in a year. So, the Jordan you were a year ago compared to the Jordan you are now, give me two words to describe the Jordan that you are now. Mm, I say bold. Um, bold and think, fearless. Those I feel like those are a lot of some traits that I've definitely got from this journey with Pond Squad. Yes, and you're just different, right? Just different. I, I forgot. love just it. Different. I need that shirt. I'm telling you, starting, I need that shirt. <laughs> I'm going to cash app you because so you just can break different. it Sunday. For sure. Little sure. inside thing in case uh, in case y'all didn't notice, but uh. It, it was JD is also their initials, uh, Jordan and Darren. So on the back of the Just Different, it actually got their uh, their initials listen. too. So, I, yeah. Mark, where you are, listen, I, who can I, uh, you're Quincy Jones of, of Pond for God. That's who, that's what Quincy Jones, he births artists. 
That's exactly what you're doing. You're birthing the whole package. Never listen. It is amazing and just not amazing, but it is refreshing to see a man of God uh, not only work and execute his vision that God gave him, but also be obedient to birth others, especially the youth that so many people uh, mark, you know, they just throw away or just don't want to deal with. So this is why I, this is is becoming more clear now why uh, I was drawn to your spirit uh, because you have a passion for the youth like I do. Jordan, say, tell me yes. what where you see your life two years from now uh, as an artist. Hmm, two years from now. Honestly, I see myself going big. I know a lot of people might not see that as realistic, but I know that I got God on my side and anything can happen. So I see, I don't know, stadiums. I see stadiums performing with Mark, performing with Abigail. That's that's what I see in my near future. A new paradigm. I see it. I see a new paradigm of what he's creating with all y'all artists. I'm just going to have a a, a pond for God show and just feature your artists, Mark, because I feel that. (laughs) Listen, it's done. I'm just going to get a date for you. We're going to play the music. We're going to hear some more, uh, you know, journeys and stories because uh, a lot of people think that youth, uh, young people do not have vision and don't know how to execute it. But when they get hooked up with the people who can mentor and guide and will stay with them. Stay with them. Yes, stay with them because it's not, you know, this is a relationship. It's not just about getting quick results. You've got to build right. relationships with people so that they can, you know, get the kinks out, they can learn, they can build their confidence, and then start seeing the manifestation of their prayers. Jordan, what is it about um, this whole experience, Pond for God, that you will, somebody tr- is looking in right now, and they're trying to decide mm, if they should reach out to Mark. Mm, is this real? What would you tell that person? Um, I think above anything else, this is like a family. This is this is above the music, above any of that. This is a family. We got that uh, a very strong bond between all of us, and I think that that's something that everybody needs in their life. That everybody needs like strong relationships, strong godly relationships in their life, and that's that's what I'd say to somebody looking to looking in the past world. Mm. Mark, what would what would what would be your response to what Jordan just said? Uh, that's, I mean, that's key. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I said from the very beginning is we family. And just how you said it's somebody that, that actually stays around because you got a lot of people, and especially in the church, that would be quick to say I love you. And then literally as soon as you disconnect from either their life or, or that church or something like that, it's like mm-hmm. you, you never existed. It's like was that love real? Like where'd you mm-hmm. go? Like what happened? And right. uh, so whenever I told them, hey, everybody in Pine Squad, yo, we are family. Like, mm-hmm. I will always be here for you no matter what. And I made sure above all things, just like Jordan was saying, uh, past the music, past everything else, we're family. Like, mm-hmm. there's been many times I, I come to them and say, hey, man, don't even worry about music right now, bro. Like, let's just hang out. Like, you go spend some time with your family. Like, it's not, it's not just about the music, but we got to be 
uh, 100% real with each other and uh, and stick around, stick with it. For everybody out there, when you're investing into someone, whether it's youth or anyone in their life, uh, if they're overcoming addiction or whatever, like times is going to get hard. It's not always going to be easy, but you literally have to just keep moving forward and pre- not pretend, but convince yourself, renew your mind and make your mind know and your heart uh, know that this is my family. No matter what happens, I'm going to be there for them. I'm going to encourage them uh, no matter how hard it gets, where they move, where they go, whatever. Uh, they're mm-hmm. family at the end of the Absolutely. day. That's it. At the end of the day. Jordan, I'm proud of you, brother. Keep it Thank up. You. I appreciate Continue it. to be just different. And I'm serious. Of I'm going my shirt Sunday. Uh, so I'm a, um I'm a text your mom. Tell her give me your cash okay. out. Okay. I need my shirt Sunday so I can wear it. Of course, it. I got um, you. Yes. <laughs> Cause I'm just different. That's what I tell people. I'm just different. Listen. Hey, so speaking I, of that cash app, if there's anybody out there that wants to sow a seed, uh, you know the cash app is just different with two T's. Uh, so that's J U S T D I F F E R E N T T. Two T's at the end. Uh, you can sow a seed there. All the all the money goes into ministry. It doesn't go uh, into our pockets or anything. You know, God willing, one day uh, we will start making some money off of this. But mm-hmm. for right now, it's all into the ministry and the growth of spreading the gospel. And uh, my cash app is Pond for God. Everything that comes there is going to invest into uh, these artists and into their ministries. We just now took on a new intern. Uh, shout out to Mackenzie who's a 14-year-old rapper, and uh, so all the money is going to go into her, Jordan, Abigail, everybody getting in the studio and making, you know, merch and making this stuff happen. Listen, Mark Weird, there's nothing weird about you. You are creating a legacy of not only wealth but of wisdom, of, of power, and just purpose. Listen, Jordan, we're going we're gonna to get yep. with you and bring you back on Real Talk. Thank you so much, young brother. You. you keep up, all right? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Mark, listen, you are a phenomenon. I didn't know (laughs) that this is what Pond for God really is about, not only building up the youth, but building up families um, and to go into their purpose. Do, Do you really understand the magnitude of what you're doing? You know, I I do, but I don't try to think about it too much. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like I I just I just do it now. I just got to that point to where I just do it because if I start trying to put, you know, too much thought into it, yeah, it's huge and it's yeah. uh, it can it can be you know a little worrisome. You know, so I just I roll with it and whatever. I have a very close relationship with the Holy Spirit and I talk to God continuously uh one of the greatest quotes i've ever heard was from smith wigglesworth who said i never pray longer than 10 minutes but mm-hmm. i never go 10 minutes without praying see and it's see? just a relationship and so mm-hmm. it's like the th- it's the, the same thing you know with these kids is jordan i absolutely believe without a doubt this kid is going to be packing uh stadiums i mm-hmm. mean he's He's got the anointing. He's got the mm-hmm. gift. He's got the passion. And above all, he's got the investment and support of people around him to make it happen. And yeah. uh, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's an honor. And I just don't, 
like we said at the very beginning of this, is it, it's on God at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we prepared our boat. Uh, we are prepared and we're ready to roll. So whatever God opens up, we're ready for it. Listen, you've already said you just move without excuses. There's, you take the excuses out, even of your artists. You take the excuses out. So as we uh, wrap up, first of all, I want you to tell people how to connect with you again, uh, where they can connect and stay connected with you. Yes, please, please, please go follow my Instagram, uh, Pond for God, T-A-W-N, the number four, G-O-D. You can also uh, go on Facebook and uh, follow Pond for God on there. We have some huge, huge, huge things coming up. We just now connected with Love City uh, in Portland. and uh, I love Inga and Sean. I love them. Yes, they're amazing. So, you know, Sean... Uh, course helped us put on our event last friday 116 which was the first one we did it in uh I, I, there was a 15 year old boy that got shot and killed by an 11 year old boy and um i was like man we got to give these kids something to do at night and uh when we opened up that show i prayed and i said god if somebody's sitting in there if a teen is sitting inside of their house lord just draw them to this place let them get out and start walking and just walk past the door and mm-hmm. hear the music and come in and uh, literally, uh, after I finished my first set, I come off the stage, and Sean waved me over, and I went over. I was like, what's up? He said, uh, you see a girl over there? And I said, yeah. He said, that's that 15-year-old boy's sister that got shot. Mm. So it was just like, it was all worth it. You know, it was like, yeah. wow. It was for her. It was worth it, you know. Mm. And uh, so now we're talking about uh, voice over violence and actually opening up a studio that would be free uh, for the kids in the neighborhood if they wanted to go do a spoken word or uh, mm. sing or rap or play an instrument or, or whatever it is, giving them a different outlet. And uh, me and Sean's going to work together to, to make that thing happen because you got basketball gyms on every corner of kids yeah. that can go shoot ball athletes. You got libraries for kids that want to go read, but it's like the music industry. Uh, it's so, it can be so expensive and so hard for kids to get started. So this is going to be like a community studio uh, for yeah. the kids to come, and I'll be there being able to pour into these kids and help these kids uh, develop uh, their their musical gifts and things like that. Wow. I I, I think it's, it was a rap. I, it's going to come to me because I, I watch a lot of uh, documentaries. I think somebody is actually doing that in, uh, is it Long Beach or Watts? I got to, Lord's going to bring me back to my moment. Uh But, yes, that is so awesome, and it's exactly, they're doing exactly what you said because, uh, there's nothing for the creative young people when right. it comes to music. Not nothing, no outlets out there. So we're gonna pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you shower down the resources and investors. Oh God, divine investors to come and partner with this. Just never been done before in this area. Uh, ministry and uh, outlet for our youth who have a voice, but they need to you know, share their voice with the world. And I know y'all going to teach them how to do that. That is phenomenal, Mark, um, what you're doing. And Shana Inga, that, man, when I tell you the, the, the story behind Love City alone um, is amazing. It's amazing to me. I actually took one of their entrepreneurship classes, and I was just, it forever changed my life as a small business owner just to see what is possible um, yeah. through that whole Love City I don't think there could have been a better connection uh, for me because they literally 
Sean and Inga's heart is identical to mine. And it's yeah. just like the things that they are doing with the youth is the exact same things that I'm doing with the youth. And it's just like for uh, for God to have connected us, he did it in the right season. He had yeah. to allow certain things to line up and go uh, the way it, it needed to go first. And I'm just mm-hmm. so thankful that God made this connection and Sean and Inga uh, is working with me and the Pond Squad to make all, all these yeah. uh, amazing amazing things because it's going to improve Louisville. It's going to improve our Absolutely. youth. There's so much uh, in Louisville that, that nobody knows about and uh, we're about to find them and they're, they're, about, to, they're about to be and be heard. Woo! I ain't listen, and I'm excited for you. I, I I got some kids right now in my mind who I'm gonna send right to your studio. Yeah. And it's not because you know it's the kids that you know always banging on the table or always singing in the hall, and, and teachers try to say you know they've been disrupted. Yeah. No, they're being creative because they gotta get it yeah. out. And so yeah. yes, oh my goodness, Mark, you are a whole you're a whole movement. You know, <laughs> you are a movement. God be the glory. Oh my God! And the power is in your voice and in your heart is just uh, just refreshing. That's why I keep so my spirit. It's refreshing to see somebody that is not only, like I said, not only executing their vision, but taking the time and the passion to help birth our youth. I love it. So Absolutely. as we uh, we, we uh, wrapping up. And you've been on here almost an hour. I thank you. Like I said, we're gonna have another Pond for God show. I gotta bring the I gotta bring your artists on here so our youth can be inspired by other youth who are actually do, living their dreams right now as their youth. So I think that's gonna be a phenomenal show as well. So tell our audience as we come to a close. Our, our theme again is leaping into vision 2020 and beyond without excuses. What can you impart? Leave our audience with about excuses and living the life that God has told them to live. Yeah. So if there's if there's any way I could uh break it down and make it easier uh for everyone listening, it's you can't have an excuse because if it's you making an excuse then it's you doing something. It's not God doing it. And mm-hmm. God is a jealous God and he wants the glory. So if you try to make excuses or you try to make things and then ultimately you're trying to take it into your own hands, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, our righteousness is as filthy rags. And at the end of the day, none of us are capable to complete the vision that God has given us without God. We're not able to do it. He is the provider. He is the one who is going to receive the glory. So you, it, you can't have excuses. It's on God. Mm-hmm. It's all on God. He's the one that spoke it out. He's the one that created you and knew you in your mother's womb. He's the one that prepared you for such a time as this. So don't even try to think of an excuse because then you're putting yourself in a place that God is supposed to be in. So allow God to do it. It's all on him. Mm. That's what what you should uh, grab, audience. It's all on God. Whatever he tells you to do, do it because it's all on him. Mark Weird, awesome as I thought, and uh, just excited for you. And your and I didn't know your wife was a graphic artist, so oh, yes, a graphic she's designer. Dope, uh, yeah, so she's the one that designs all your shirts and merch and stuff. Every one of them, yeah. She's oh my she's phenomenal. 
Yeah. Yes, I love I love it. So we might have to get on get her on here and boast about her her business and all her gifts and stuff as a, a graphic designer. But I thank you so much. I am definitely going to reach out and uh, get a date to bring your your Pond Squad uh, artists on here, share some some of their music as well. But I'm I'm yeah. always praying for um, you, Pond for God. Just just continue to grow. And go where God has called you to be. And like you said, as you said, you see Jordan in stadiums. I see the whole Pond for God squad in stadiums. Oh, yeah. Just creating. Just, it's, it's something ain't never been seen before. But they're they going to see it because it's going to come to manifestation. So I wish you all just continue to be obedient to God till you seek his face. And we're going to continue to pray for just uh, supernatural and divine financial resources. Because people know that it takes money to do ministry. Yeah, and so we're going to pray for that. Uh, the God uh, connects you with the money that you need to so you can just move around this entire globe and that people will know that, there, that you can be a pawn when you're a pawn for God. All right? Yeah. Mark, I love you, brother. Hey, can I give a real quick shout-out? Absolutely. Go ahead. Shout it out. Uh, so- so, so yeah, just, just one more time, everybody go follow on Instagram, Palm for God, Abigail Sunshine, Jordan Starks is uh, handle on IG is Starks the Artist. Also, we got Chris Wilkerson. Uh, he's Christopher Scott. Uh, go follow Christopher Scott. Follow Darren Starks. Uh, you can follow Just Different. You can follow uh, Pond Squad. Uh, we got Blake Weird who helps out with our merch. Go follow Blake Weird. Uh, we got uh, Deshaun, uh, go, Deshaun Wright, go follow him. Um, follow my wife, check out her stuff. That's Brittany Weird. Uh, she's got it under Be Weird, which I love it. So, man, uh, yeah, I, I think that's that. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's everybody there. So please go follow us. Stay tuned to what God is doing. You can be a part of this and to watch this thing grow. And, uh, yeah, you'll never hear me ask for money, uh, but uh, – we could definitely use some donations that would help us speed up uh, progress because we got to wait for everybody to sell merch so we can get uh, funds to make everything happen. That's our only source of income uh, to, to make all this stuff happen. So if we did get some, some seeds sown, uh, then it would definitely speed up uh, the process of, our th- of everything we got going on. Amen. And give, uh, how, give how people can sow seeds and give donations. How can they do that? Yes. Yeah, so you can uh, you can PayPal, um, and that's uh, that's pawnforgod at gmail dot com, um, or you can uh, Apple Pay, uh, you can uh, Cash App Pawn for God. Uh, when you type in Pawn for God on Cash App, my wife's name is what pops up. It'll be Brittany Weird. Just remember that last name Weird. Um, mm-hmm. Also, yeah, uh, we got we got uh, you know every way every, every way you can pay. All you got to do is contact us through Messenger, and we can set mm-hmm. something up. But yeah, I mean, we would we would love to have some people sow some seeds so we can uh, so we can start growing this thing and getting some stuff happening. Amen. I believe it's about to happen quicker than you think it is, Mark. Because you are, um, like you said, you said God, you got to do this. Put it back on Him and continue to be obedient. You're going to see you're going to see the uh, the the manifestation. 
All right, love you. We're going to follow up with you, get that other show popping with your artist. But thank you so much. It was everything that I imagined and even more having you on the show and just uh, sharing with us and your wisdom, your words, and your encouragement. So thank you so much, my brother, uh, and I will follow up with you later, okay? All right, Tanya. Thank you. All right. We love Listen, you. real talk with Tanya White, if you missed any of the show of how you can leap into Vision 2020 and beyond with godly execution instead of excuses, you better listen and listen to Mark Weir, his testimony, his awesome, awesome um, pond squad is what the, he's calling him, his artist, and how he is really birthing these young people into their destiny. Listen, we're uh, at the bottom of the show, but I want to leave you with Tanya's takeaway, and I just keep hearing in my spirit, no more excuses, no more excuses. You all know, those who have followed me, when I was online at EKU, we, uh, we already recited this 30 years ago, and I still remember it. Excuses are tools of incompetence, which build monuments of nothing, and those who specialize in them will never succeed at anything. So, when you live by excuses, you will never succeed at anything. But if you live by godly execution and you do what God has called you to do and put it back on him to provide, he will do it. And you will see him be glorified. You will see people's lives change. You will see people walking into their purpose and their destiny. And you will see yourself just at Levels that you never imagined So no more excuses Is the Tanya takeaway from today Listen, tune in next Tuesday We're going to have the Black Eagle from Columbus, Ohio Bishop J.K. Sanders Lord, he's coming I don't even know what the topic is I just know he is going to be on here And he is going to wreck the virtual studio Uh, So tune in next week at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time We're going to close out with a Mark Weird Another Mark Weird track called I Need You Remember to follow Pond for God And connect with them But until next Tuesday I talk to you
Yeah, this merry-go-round of life I keep turning back to my strife I keep turning back to that knife It cuts me every time it's like Those things I know that I should do I can never do them But those things that I should stay away from I fall right into them Like, I don't know, I don't know I don't know what to do anymore I need you, Lord I need you, About all of this stress I got haters on my back Just waiting and taking bets The counting down the days To mark the time I truly lost it The waiting for the moment I ripped the door off of my closet They wanna take a peek They have to see what lies inside As if the life's just so perfect The purpose is hurting mine But I've been building up walls They will never get inside Now suicide and I are taking bets About the time The time I'll kill my dream And the time I'll lose it all The time that I'll give in And the time I choose to fall Bet you think that I'll start using Or I'll turn to alcohol Like every other time That I was pushed against the wall This time I'm pushing back I ain't backing down no more God help me with this struggle I give it to you Lord Be my peace when I'm at sea And the waves begin to roar When the kingdom suffers violence The violence taken by force I withdraw the things I said So death the best are off I choose Christ for my life So your plans have all been stopped I bind the depression I bind the addiction God forgive my transgression And the pain that I've afflicted I'm never turning back I'm sick of that way of living I thank you for your redemption And the love that you have given and Lord, I praise your name for taking my pain away. You took me back into your arms, even though when I went astray. Easy. 